0: back on the new three uh two comics three topics ten minutes each no politics the perfect podcast for your modern lifestyle i'm your host tim slagle on the other end as always mr bent washburn hello hello everybody and uh on today's show later we are going to be talking about the origin of crab rangoon that's uh yes it's a uh it's uh it's something that people who like or like chinese food might might enjoy quite a bit. Uh we're going to talk about the history of it. Uh also later in the show we're going to be talking it's unavoidable. We did not want to do this but uh I don't I don't see how we can get around it. Uh Shane Gillis uh getting fired from Saturday Night Live. We'll be talking about that in the second segment. Yeah. Yeah, we had but to talk about. In the first it. segment a uh, uh an interesting <laughs> article. I thought <laughs>
1: This is They're interesting. Tough. You think interesting, and I think funny, which is bad, I guess. <laughs> I mean, when I talk about this, I might be putting myself in the position that Shane, what's his name, is in. Someone will hear the recording, and I'll never be on Saturday Night Live
0: after they hear this. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. Okay. It's, uh, it's the secret history of Fort Detrick. It's uh, the CAA's base for mind control experiments. Not just mind control experiments, uh, it's also where they where they worked on poison and and, and uh, bio warfare. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's got a pretty dark history, and it, it's sitting right in the middle, right in the middle of the suburbs, just a little north from you. It's That's in, right. A, pred-
1: yeah, I've got to go see it now.
0: I've got to go. I, don't, don't get too don't get too close. Wear I, a mask.
1: <laughs> I'll do that. It's fascinating it's, to me. It's a fascinating. First of all, it started as a, a national guard base. And then it, they mm-hmm. it, called it uh, a Dietrich Field, and then when they decided to start doing the deadly experiments, it went to Fort Dietrich. Which you can see yep. the progression. Like, you know what? We probably should have more security <laughs> around this anthrax. <laughs> this maybe this should be a fort and not just a field. <laughs> just, the whole uh, thing's crazy. What are they doing?
0: What are they doing? What are they doing in that field? <laughs> I don't know. But look at all the dead birds. <laughs>
1: Oh, just crazy! The opening paragraph of that article, where uh, it says they they uh, it was in Kentucky,
0: right? Uh huh. No, in they, 1954, a prison nine- doctor in Kentucky isolated seven black inmates and fed them double, triple, and quadruple doses of LSD for 77 days straight. See now, right no, out
1: I'm- of the, right out of the gate, when it's seven. Uh, victims in 77 days. Uh, first, I'm like, come on. Who does that? That's a fake number. And then I thought, no, that's exactly what an evil scientist would do. <laughs>
0: the, the
1: triple winning numbers from a, a slot machine. 777.
0: That's totally uh, evil scientist stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's, call me Dr. 7. Just so...
1: <laughs> it's so sick. It's so sick that you would... T- and, you, and then you do see... It plays right into the fifties. The race thing is in there. I mean it's just dark and evil. It's well, here's so the, here's, evil.
0: Here's the thing that puzzles me. It says double, triple and quadruple doses. I don't know what the uh R D A of L S D is. well, they didn't either if you talk to if you talk <laughs> to anyone anyone uh uh following fish, yeah, they probably don't they probably don't know either.
1: Well it, it, that's one of those things if you find out how much is too much you're not around to tell anybody (laughs) this is what kills me is this is in the 50s they're doing this and then in Uh the 60s and 70s the government ran around knocking those drugs out of people's hands saying you can't have that that's dangerous and you know the american impulse was to say you can't tell me what to do but we should have been asking wait how do you know this is dangerous? What have you been doing <laughs> that you would know how much is
0: too much LSD and asking, What is going on? It just- I read a I, I read a book I read a book about the CIA and LSD, and uh, they were really concerned that it could be used for uh, uh, a torture as a torture device. So it was encouraged for CIA agents to uh, take LSD. In the, in the, in the fifties and sixties. So oh, they became, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was to the point where they were actually, you know, they would actually go to, they would, they would get credit for how many times they tripped. It was like going to the gym for them. Yeah, is what you're yeah saying. exactly. You would, well, go oh. more going to, go into the range. Because oh, you know you have words. to go to the range so many times, but you get extra credit and promotions if you go to the range, you know, more than twice a week and practice, oh. and that's what they were doing. And they were actually having CIA parties where they would actually spike the punch with LSD so that all the agents could get another get another uh, 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 round, you know, on their on their on their record. Oh and, man. What they mentioned in this book is that all the people who thought that LSD was the gateway to peace and love, that if we that if everyone like turned on to LSD that we, there would yeah. be no more wars had no idea of some of the torture devices that were being concocted at CIA meetings while they were all oh, sipping uh, LSD <laughs> punch. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. Oh, wow.
1: and in hindsight it's insane. Which is why, this is interesting, 1973, in the article it says in 1973, they, they found all the records at Fort Detrick of this program, which was first called uh, the CIA director, Dulles, right? He came up with this idea, we need chemical drug warfare. He called it Bluebird, that was the first name. Then they scratched that, changed it to artichoke. <laughs>
0: It may choke Obviously. It's gonna st- choke me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. But then they settled on this one. I like the name they finally settled on. MK Ultra, which sounds like
0: a I Japanese don't know, cartoon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I was thinking a flavor at a vape shop, is what I was thinking. <laughs> or maybe a scent for axe. Like a teenager would rub that on his mk ultra (laughs) anyway they uh they they find all the records in 1973 and they go oh wow nobody should know about this and they destroy nearly all the records so you know we're only getting bits and pieces of what they did but there's the other thing they did at fort dietrich by the way i'll point out german name dietrich that should have been a warning right out of the gate something was up but then Dulles picks for the guy he wants to run the whole program a guy named get this name Sidney gottlieb got another and i just start. i know we got nazi rocket scientists right but i think we must have did did we bring just evil scientists directly from germany you know to run this but it turns out the guy isn't he was a 33 yeah. year old Jewish man from an immigrant family, but this is the deal. This is the guy's running everything. This guy Dolas picked. He limped and stuttered.
0: <laughs> that, that sounds exactly like <laughs> Dr. Seven right there. Doesn't it? Se, se,
1: seven, 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 seven. And then <laughs> how many doses? Seven, seven. I said seven, seven. and so he's meditated he's into meditation he lived in a remote cabin with no running water and every morning he woke up to milk his goats
0: i think that's code
1: (laughs) but that's the guy that's in charge of everything is a stuttering limping milk goat milking hermit but I just cannot imagine that guy coming into the room. Is t- t- time to take your d- d- d-
0: doses? It's just crazy, crazy. <laughs> and what, what happened was uh, uh, they found out that uh, that yes, you can w- with all these experiments that uh, it is possible to erase someone's mind. Yeah. but unfortunately, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the program was a failure because they wanted. Then, not only did they want to erase a mind, yeah. they wanted to be able to reprogram that, yeah. so that they could actually make like uh, make like robots. And they 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 could not figure out. They could you know easy to delete the software, no idea how to reinstall. Yeah, <laughs> it's sick. And that
1: that was his final conclusion, right? That's what they found in the end. He, yep. he conceded, like, yeah, we just never figured out how to uh, put it back
0: together. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally, it's like, are you sure? Are you sure it's Fort Dietrich? <laughs> you know, because because it is. You know, it is it is. You know, Washington. And it's I, I could see it being pronounced Detrick. Detrick?
1: Detrick? Yep. I don't know. I I, I guess I call it Dietrich. Probably it isn't fair to the stereotype of the German. Although you know he was this, they were flying all over the world. And working with other allied countries, yeah. There, uh-huh. there was one. Uh, they talk about them being. What 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 town was that they were in? Germany. They ended. Oh, up, yeah. They were back in Cronenberg. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In some basement, had the CIA scientists with the former Nazi scientists going comparing notes on this stuff. Crazy.
0: Crazy stuff. And uh, uh, we will link the article on Facebook, and uh, catch you in the next segment. so we're going to be talking about uh something a little more appetizing than the previous topic or this one uh, uh and it yeah. kind of ties in. It does. Uh we're going to be talking about crab rangoon uh in, in the next uh in the next episode or segment. Uh but in this in this segment, uh there's uh, an unavoidable topic, a uh another comedian was fired for uh something he said previously. Yes. Um yeah. If you're if you're listening, if you you know what we're talking about, if uh, if you're currently listening, if you've found this in the archives, uh, Shane uh, Gillis was uh, was just hired by by by, C, by uh, Saturday Night Live, um, and uh, he was also hired with the uh, uh, I can't remember, his, don't know his first name, but uh, uh, his last name's Yang was the first Chinese. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cast member on Saturday Night yeah. Live. Yeah, this is fascinating. <laughs> I, ironically, and yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, and then uh, somebody turned up a podcast where where he where Shane where Shane and his partner actually uh, I don't know how to describe it. It uh, you can you can probably look it up, but to, to me it sounds to me it just sounds like a couple high school kids uh, going to a Chinese restaurant the very first time.
1: Yeah, they're just they're. They're riffing, it's just kind of racist riffing. It wasn't, was there any content, did he, have you listened to any of the rest he did? Did did he ever present content or ideas that were controversial or was it just?
0: No, no, it's like, uh, how how come they have so many restaurants? Well, because they only have one person eating in each one. And uh, and just just stupid stuff like that. And yeah, oh yeah, leave it to the Chinese. They uh, they did they 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 get the cheapest thing on earth, uh, noodles, and mix it with uh, ms a deadly chemical. That's uh, that's the Chinese for you. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. And then like the, that. he says, Oh well, yeah. And then of course, doing the funny
1: accents and uh yeah, it's doing all the, the yeah. accents. But then he drops
0: the the the, the word the yeah, bad the c, word the, the, the c word. We'll call it the c word. Yeah yeah yep yeah and uh so he- and and creates uh creates a bit of a scandal and uh he he uh he he did one of those nine apo- nine apologies he you know it's uh, i'm sorry if you were offended by that yeah <laughs> and it's yeah. like uh, okay, you know, you know, that's just, <laughs> why, you, why even bother, why even bother walking to the mic? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I, 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 I do, I do admire him though. You know, it, it's, you know, my, he, he recorded the podcast. He was, you know, him and his partner, they were done with the podcast. They reviewed the podcast and then they put it up there. And it was like, oh yeah, I forgot. When we, see. You know, you can't do that. You know, once it's out there, it's out there. Yeah. Forever. Forever. Yeah. We, do we got anything like that? Um, probably. I
1: I think <laughs> I think I'll never get hired by Saturday Night Live because if I do, they're gonna list they're gonna listen back and said Ben said this.
0: <laughs> well, then... I'll, I'll I'll say right now is uh, it, it, it was uh, uh the, his podcast was very incredibly unfunny, which is you know a guy that unfunny seems perfect for Saturday Night Live. I don't know. I guess we're going to have to get our fact checker. We're going to have to get Mr. Jeff Jenna in to uh, to, to inform us if maybe there's any podcasts we had oh, in the past. That I, I, we I'm, need sure.
1: To I'm sure. I'm sure there, there there was one. I remember. I I yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Just in case Saturday Night Live calls, we'll have him check for anything we said inappropriate and anything we might have said that was funny or thoughtful or insightful. In a race, all of that out, yeah,
0: yeah. We might be safe. Don't want to don't want to get caught saying anything funny if you get hired by Saturday. Absolutely not. (laughs) So it's it's a real hard. It puts me in a really hard situation because usually when comics say something, I'm usually the first one to say let them go you know it's comedy yeah, it's supposed alone. to be yeah. that's the idea is comedy is supposed to be sacrosanct comedy is comedy is what exactly what the, the 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 framers had in mind when they when they came up with the first amendment it, it's uh, i'm always there but boy i'm having a hard time this time
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, it just said nothing he doesn't say anything And in any case, I've always also been on the side of, well, you know, if someone wants to fire, they have the right to fire whoever they want to fire, really, when it comes down to it. That's their right as a business and as a broadcaster and as a content producer. And Uh uh,
0: there was a there was a a David Spade's show, whatever that's called. I don't know if it's a podcast or a video video or my I don't know what it is, but Mm -hmm. he was interviewing Bill Burr and Jim Jeffries. And one of them made the remark is that uh, that wasn't uh, wasn't John Belushi's uh, samurai character. Wasn't that was that anything more than a a, a, a bad yeah. imitation of a Japanese accent and a sword? Oh yeah, was, yeah, true, <laughs> very so, true. Yeah, it's, uh, it, are they going to go back? Is Saturday Night Live going to go back into their archives? And uh, delete anything that might be. Uh, of course, that's Japanese.
1: Yeah, you know, and that's... and it's if you see some of those movies, it wasn't too far off from some of those karate movies, <laughs> isn't it? Am I wrong? Uh, see, Jeff's going to tell me that one right there. Is that bad? I don't know how to sort it out. I have a hard time. Like right. the, the the we've expanded the the definition. Uh, of say racism and sexism, we keep expanding them, and then it gets so complex. You know, right? Knowing what the rules are so complex of whether you're racist or sexist, and someone will tell me, "Oh no, that's racist or sexist," and then they'll refer me to like a four page blog, you know, written by some person working on a graduate degree in some, yeah. and I'm and I still have hard time. To- Time grasping what they're saying, and then I think we're doomed. If it's the, if it requires this kind of reading comprehension to parse out the behavior, then maybe we are well, doomed. His didn't well, though. His was pretty upfront. It, it didn't take much to not. Oh no, you don't say that. What? Why would he say that word? Yeah.
0: When I was a kid, I used to do. Uh, um, I used I used to do funny accents. When I was a kid and I realized, I realized in retrospect, I wasn't really doing funny accents. I was doing an impression of Mel Blanc doing funny accents. <laughs> You're doing cartoon. Yeah. Cartoonish versions. Yeah. I was doing bad impressions of cartoons and claiming that I could speak with an accent. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, And that's, I mean, that, that, that was, that was Mel Blanc's forte. I mean, he did the, he did the French skunk. He did the, he did the Mexican mouse. He did the, uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there was an occasion. There was at least one occasion where Bugs Bunny put on some slanty eyeglasses. Well, yeah. uh, And the slanty
1: eyeglasses, that gets different. Those kind of things. You know what I mean? To me, the ax is just an accent bad. Because I don't think it is. It's the context it's used.
0: Oh, it, oh no, no, And oh, it's what you're no, saying. No, 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 it absolutely, no, it absolutely is. I mean, uh, 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 Hank Shearer had to uh, um, uh, uh, stop doing poo for The Simpsons. So just the accent alone? I, I think so. Or was it because
1: I, it was Apu was also running the convenience store and then that
0: promoted you, you the you know, stereotype? When the, when, yeah, when, when the Apu character was originally created... Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of, like, it kind of was a caricature, but you know, as, as Simpson, the Simpsons evolved and it became more and more PC and yeah. less and less funny, uh, Apu actually became a sympathetic character. You know, it, it, uh, it wasn't really, it wasn't really making fun of him as much, uh, uh towards the end, but they still had, uh, they still had to get rid of him because it's, uh, cause he, yeah, he doesn't look like, Hank Azaria maybe or, or Yeah, is it Hank Azaria that doesn't? Hank yeah. Azaria? Does, I don't know. But he said yeah, they dropped him. They just they just yeah. it, you know, and the thing is what would it have been okay uh, uh, if they had brought brought in an Indian comic to voice a poo uh, uh, I'm sure that was considered. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah you know. <laughs> but, but, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. What I'm getting at is that a, a real big thing in comedy right now is to have a comedian imitate their immigrant parents.
1: Oh yeah, and sometimes it's offensive.
0: It really. It... But it's it's not because I'm just doing my mom. Yeah. And and, yeah. and no, you're absolutely right. So so those voices, those funny accent, thick accent voices, are still funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, 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 so it's not really. It's not really. There's no humor left in it. It's 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 just that n- no, you're not allowed to do that voice. Yeah, and to me that's dumb. I I mean I,
1: just the accent. I don't I don't care uh, as well. Hmm, I don't. I, it's like with this guy. What's his name? I've already do, forgotten you, his name. Have you ever seen, uh, uh, Shane Gillis? Shane Gillis. He said things. He said R- things. Yeah, he if he that. would have just done the accent and said, "I," the, I would have said, "Well, that's kind of trite and dumb." But when you, I mean, he dropped some of the words. He dropped. You're like, "Whoa, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 man, no, that's not edgy." <laughs> and and right. it's almost like we have to protect the area of political correctness, as you know. In other words, if 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 we defend everybody. Who's saying anything? Yeah. Then it ruins what what that protection of speech is meant for, which is actual speech. People are actually yep. saying ideas,
0: saying things. And uh, that's all we're going to say on the subject. And mercifully we are to the final segment of the rule of 3 where we're we're, we're on to the uh, traditionally happy segment the one yeah. where we uh it's where we're avoiding politics but boy just narrowly huh That now we might have hit politics on that last one Yeah or the first or the first one yeah but uh Anyway, there's an article, there's an article I ran across. I forget I forget who posted it on Facebook. I wish I could have given could give them credit, but I cannot remember because I've I've sent it around so much that I've completely forgotten. Uh, it's in uh, atlasobscura.com. We will we will link this on the Facebook page and uh uh the gist of it is uh where does crab rangoon come from? Yeah. And it's uh, my, well most people would say a Chinese restaurant. Yes, but why? Because Crab Rangoon, if you if you're not familiar, and uh, why wouldn't you be, is uh, 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 an, an egg roll wrapper in, uh, sh- in a star shape, and it's filled with cream cheese and crab, fake and crab, and deep usually and then fake deep crab. Fra- yeah. Well, it, it well, can okay. be real crab. Oh, okay. you, you you go to you go to an authentic Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but here's the here's the thing. Uh, uh, I've always avoided crab Rangoon. I have never, and I know a lot of people. It's uh, you know, you go to the Chinese restaurants like, ooh, what do you want? It's always egg rolls. I always want egg rolls, and then I want that, I want that. Uh, what I thought was Chinese mustard, I don't think it's really Chinese mustard, but oh, uh, I love yeah. egg rolls. I don't like the sweet and sour. I love that hot mustard. I love that uh, that stuff that burns the back of your eyeballs. That's uh...
1: oh yeah, it's great.
0: <laughs> I love that stuff. But but you know somebody at the table will inevitably say, uh, "Would you like some crab rangoon?" Yeah. yeah, and I will always say, "Oh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't indulge in crab rangoon because I know that uh, uh, it, it's not universal, but it's pretty close. Is uh, Asians are lactose intolerant?
1: What really? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They do not. There's they're, they're, there's very few dairy. There's very little dairy and cheese in the Chinese diet. I it's, didn't uh, I didn't know
1: that. Is is yeah. this real yeah, or why, is
0: this a stereotype? No, that? no, it's no, it's actually real. I mean, that's oh. why that's why uh um that's why a, a lot of uh 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 Jews I I for some reason that sounds derogatory when you <laughs> say that. Jewish <laughs> people, Jewish people, people of the Ju- Judaic faith yes. will uh uh will eat at Chinese restaurants because there's no they don't have to worry about mixing.
1: Oh. Well, I, I didn't understand that. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I mean I mean granted half the menu is pork, but <laughs> <I> Don't <laughs> you uh, they eliminate or, that? Uh, and then the other quarter 25% of the rest is shellfish, but <laughs> uh uh yeah because there's no there's no yeah. dairy. That's and, and So I knew, that. Just, I knew that. I knew that. I knew that because our mutual friend is Chinese told me. Uh-huh. He, uh yeah, he he found it really ironic that when there were actually, back in the 60s, when there actually were children starving in China, is that uh, the United States government dropped care packages of uh, cheese that the USDA couldn't get rid of. On purpose, uh, or we didn't know. We didn't try to help them. Oh to, here, wow, that's here, fascinating. Here, here you go, starving children. Look, big bricks of cheese, and you know, it's it's essentially like dropping sour milk on the entire country What are we supposed to do with that? We'd rather starve. <laughs> that
1: is wild. I did, I didn't even know that. I, I did know this yep. that uh we smell like cheese to uh Asian cultures. I heard that. I've heard huh. that. Have you heard that? I have not heard that. Yeah, apparently that's true. I'm sorry, you might also hear my dog walking around and my son coming home from school. I don't know if you hear Uh... that on the recording. (laughs) No, I I heard that because uh, I I heard that right before I got on a flight uh, to go to Hong Kong. And uh, I thought, oh, and then we had to fly from Hong Kong to Cambodia. And I was next to a uh, a woman. I assume she was from China. Mm Because she got on the plane there and looked Asian up to Mm me. I don't want Mm to see. I'm so sensitive now. I don't know if I'm saying it wrong. Anyway, the point is, the whole time I thought, do do I smell like cheese to her? (laughs) Because I I was really self-conscious about my
0: cheese smell.
1: Isn't that weird?
0: Anyway, back to crab rangoon. Okay, so yeah, that's yeah. Uh, uh, So so I'm reading this article. So so I've always I've always avoided it because it's you know because I want when I eat at a Chinese restaurant I want to be authentic. Yeah, yeah. and that's (laughs) that's uh, very important that I'm authentic. And 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 between you and me, when I'm when when I go for lunch at a Chinese buffet and and all by myself. Yeah. and no one else is there, I'll usually take a few crab rangoons on my plate. A whole, So no one can see you being the poser. Being inauthentic, yes. Well, but
1: you were already faking the surfing thing, remember? <laughs> why, why would you be so worried about an authentic Chinese restaurant goer when you go to the beach and act like you could surf? <laughs> All right, anyway, that's a different episode, but... Yeah, this is fascinating, and that's what the article got into that I thought was so fascinating, is where Chinese-American cuisine comes from and how a cuisine comes into being. I thought it was fascinating.
0: Yeah, and uh, in the article, uh, to summarize it, is that uh, what we think when we, when we go to a Chinese restaurant, what we think is Chinese food, it's not Chinese food. At all. It's uh, yeah. at all, at all, that apparently um is is chinese restaurants became very popular yeah and they would there was a place in san francisco that would print all the menus that all the menus were the same See, and and, fascinating. and the the dishes the dishes all pretty much evolved from the tiki bar cult- culture yeah. Is that they would they, – they, what the tiki bars and the tiki restaurants, they would serve Chinese food, but they would call it Chinese food, but they would make up this Chinese food that would appeal to Americans. So it had lots of sugar and uh, more meat than vegetables and familiar vegetables and, and uh, – Kind of bland and, uh, in a way. Some nuts. Some nuts. Yeah. Kind of yeah. sweet. Kind of – Yeah. yeah. And that's what we think that that nothing on the Chinese ma- menu is authentically Chinese, yeah. and that's where that's where crab rangoon came from. It's uh, they they credit Trader Vic with yeah. inventing it when he was putting the menu together.
1: So fascinating. So. And the other thing I thought was so interesting was that the uh, there was the explosion of the Chinese American restaurants due to an immigration law. What was yeah. that? 1910, where they made an exception. They that if, if you were in the restaurant industry, you could immigrate. So they all started to open up restaurants so that they could, and it quadrupled yeah.
0: the number of Chinese-American restaurants.
1: Fascinating. Yeah, they,
0: they could get over there, and they would all use the same menu, and, and mm-hmm. they, they would have, like, almond chicken or, 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 or cashew beef or yeah. beef and broccoli or, or general, general. General
1: Tso's chicken, which is not yeah. authentic at all. Yeah, which you should have known, generals in there. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's not even a general song. No, (laughs) not at all. It
1: it was to me. It's just the whole idea of authentic and how well, but it is authentic. Uh, You know what I mean? It is. It's authentic Chinese American. It's a cuisine. It's
0: a type of food that they've developed or that's grown up. It's American food, really. Exactly. So, so, so I am. uh, I I'm officially out of the closet. I. I uh, uh next time I go to the restaurant Chinese restaurant I am going that's that's what I'm starting with I am starting with crab rangoon I can see and, you on uh, the beach now at
1: some tiki bar <laughs> with your fake surfer board eating crab rangoon <laughs> I'll I'll be at the Pokemon gym the whole time
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah and uh that that pretty much uh I think that's all we have to say on the topic. That isn't is, it? I think so. We'll that's pretty, pretty much it. Yeah. We'll post that. We'll post. Uh, we'll post the article about the uh, the CIA of Fort Dietrich. We'll put that up. We'll put that up as well um if you want more uh, information, oh uh, uh, send us an email if you yeah. if you got any questions or if you recognize one of our podcasts that we might have to delete yes please
1: if it was it's funny uh, or offensive then
0: please <laughs> please uh, send that to our uh, rule of 3 at timslegal.com. uh Tim is of course the place where you can uh, uh, read all about myself or if you want to know about bent bentwashburn.com b e n g t washburn.com and uh, that, takes us, that takes us right about to the end. See you next week.